I deleted my husband's YouTube channel after it gained about 600,000 subscribers. And now he's so angry he won't talk to me. And I'm not sure what I did wrong. Okay, so hear me out. Ever since I met my husband six years ago, he had this YouTube channel. He didn't tell me, and in fact, nobody really knew about it. And it was just his little secret that he found a little embarrassing. I was over at his house, and he had all this equipment, microphones, lighting, everything. And I would ask him why he had so much equipment and he would tell me that he would use it for gaming and I found this a little weird. I also found out about this YouTube channel after finding his script on his PC. While he found it really embarrassing that I found out about this, I didn't really think it was a big deal for me. It was just a little weird in my opinion. At the time, he made tutorial videos aimed at people who didn't know how to use technology. So he has this website and following of mostly old people who struggle with basic stuff and they would send him messages about how to do stuff as required. He would make a whole video cater towards that request, and it was all for free, and he didn't really make any money off of this. Eventually, I would get really annoyed with his obsession over this channel, and he would reassure me that this was his last video that he was doing. Literally, it was very annoying. We would be out having fun, and he would randomly bring up some tech issue that he could make a video on, and I would be frustrated, like, come on, we're just watching a movie. Another similar situation to this was when we were at a friend's birthday party, and my friends overheard my husband husband asking me if I just so happen to know how to fix a satellite signal. Obviously, I know nothing about it, but he's asking me, probably just trying to include me in the conversation or something. So my friend overheard him and said, that's so random. Why would you ask that? He just said, oh, it's nothing and just brushed it off like he normally does. At this point, I got really, really annoyed and I did something that I really regret, even though it was in the heat of the moment and I was frustrated. I looked at my friends and I told them about his YouTube channel right there, knowing that he would be embarrassed about other people finding out about his channel because he doesn't like the sound of his voice even though it sounds normal. He immediately got uncomfortable and tried changing the topic, but my friends were already searching his channel and they found it. They started playing a random video and he just walked off, which is what he does when he gets upset. In fact, he was so upset, he left immediately and he said to me, I can't believe you would do that to me. And after that, he didn't talk to me for the rest of the evening. His videos also became the group joke of my friend's WhatsApp group. Eventually, he started posting new videos, and before the videos would begin, he would shout out the person who asked for help and would display their name and photo, and these people were all so freaking old. It was honestly very embarrassing for me, and this went on for quite a while. Eventually, my friends started asking me all of these questions about what he's doing. They want to know why he's doing it and if he gets paid. And to be honest, I don't know why he does this, and I don't know if he gets paid. I have had this conversation with him a lot and his response is always I make the videos to help people that are struggling I don't do it for money yeah great hell making tech videos after a while he took a two week break or something like that and said he would be back to his YouTube followers soon in this time he started going to the gym and I was really happy this YouTube phase was finally over so I did the thing that I thought was necessary I deleted his channel the night before I asked him if he would be upset if he didn't have a YouTube channel and he said no and that he he's going to delete it soon once he's done helping people. And this is honestly something I've heard over the years. So I just went ahead and did it for him. I deleted it. Two days later, the weather was amazing. And we, alongside like 15 other friends, went to a restaurant. It was lovely and so refreshing. It was going great. One of my friends then started talking about how she posted a picture and that she got X amount of notifications and all this
this stuff. My husband then looks to me and says how perfect it is that he can take two weeks off and that his followers wouldn't bother him with help requests and that he has zero notifications. But he starts to get curious as to why he has no notifications. He says maybe his phone logged him out or something. And this is where things blow up. He goes to log in and he has literally no notifications. He thinks maybe his internet has gone bad. And so I reminded him kindly about how I asked him a couple of days ago if he would be upset if his channel disappeared. And that's when he connected the dots that I had deleted his channel. His face dropped. I've never in my six years of knowing him seen him like that. Not even when I found his channel. He frantically started typing on his phone. And after a solid minute of typing, he started crying. And I mean actually sobbing crying. He started asking me why I would do that. And it took him so long. And all of his videos are gone. He literally only had 670,000 subscribers, which isn't a lot keeping in mind he posted over 700 videos. And only had 290 million views total. I mean, there are people with millions of of subscribers that don't care. The food just arrived and he wasn't listening to me at all. It was a scene and my friends tried calming him down, but it literally just made things worse and he stormed off in the car, absolutely crying his eyes out. I got a lift back home and I found him on the computer trying to contact YouTube support, crying and sobbing the entire time. He was devastated. He locked the room and didn't come out the entire night. It has been eight days today and he hasn't spoken to me at all. He isn't even going to work right now either and is using up the days off that he saved for our holiday at the end of the year. He just sleeps all day and doesn't even look at me or talk to me. I've apologized again and again and again. I deleted his channel so we can start a new chapter in life together. He's still crying even though it's been days now. I told his family about what happened and they came over. I could hear him from the other room crying telling them how he worked so hard since he was a kid to build that channel up and that it was all my fault. He doesn't eat anything that I make him and he just orders out. His mom has said to give him some space and his entire family is just annoyed with me and disappointed but they don't understand what it's like. He's 24 years old making videos to help 70 year old men on the internet and it's apparently my fault. How am I supposed to fix this situation? Am I the jerk here? I don't think I have the words to fully articulate how angry this post made me. The fact that she deleted somebody's YouTube channel that they've worked their entire life on that they pour their heart and soul into in private, mind you, and put so much effort into trying to help people regardless of their age is just disgusting to me. The original poster in this situation absolutely is the biggest jerk I've ever heard of in my life. The sense of entitlement that you have towards dictating what he can and can't do in his free time is absolutely disgusting and absolutely appalling. I mean, is this lady not self-aware of how self-centered and narcissistic she is? You took this man's one hobby away from him that he was passionate about. It was something outside of work that I guarantee you made him money. And you took it upon yourself to take this away from him. You should absolutely feel ashamed of yourself. And yes, in case you're wondering, this is entirely your fault. And it's bad enough that you and your friends were just making fun of your husband and mocking him behind his back, all because he wanted to make videos to help people. It doesn't matter what the videos were. They were 
were harmless in nature. They were trying to leave a positive impact on the internet, but you literally took that away from him. And to say that, oh, he only had 290 million views, that's a lot of views. I don't care who you are, especially for an individual channel. And he grossed over 670,000 subscribers. That is not easy. Most people can't even get over 1,000 subscribers. But to have that many people say, yes, I want to watch your stuff, that's a big deal. I feel so bad for the husband in this situation because this is so unfair to them. And I really, truly hope he's able to get his YouTube channel back because I can't imagine having a channel like that taken from me after spending your entire childhood up to your adulthood working on it. The original poster's wife is absolutely a jerk and this guy could do a lot better than her in my opinion because this lady sounds like the most self-centered person I've ever heard of in my entire life. But what would you do if you were in this situation? Leave a comment down below. If you had a channel that big, would you be upset as well if you lost it all because of your selfish wife? Let us know down below. I am starting to feel very resentful towards my boyfriend because his life is so easy and fun compared to mine. And I'm honestly not sure what to do. I will preface this by saying that I love him so much and he's great and this really isn't his fault, but it's really starting to drive a wedge between us and I'm not sure what to do in this situation. For some context, we've been together for almost two years. We live together, we share bills, pretty much everything. I work at a pharmacy as a technician and I'm also a server on the side. On top of that, I'm a full-time college student with an hour commute each way. I get zero days off a week and can barely afford to pay my portion of our bills. My boyfriend works from home doing software sales. He makes three times the amount that I do. And I'm not just saying this because I'm jealous, but he works maybe eight hours a week. He even admits he does next to nothing. He sleeps a lot, plays golf several times a week, and hangs out with his friends, again, several times a week until very late. He does pay slightly more when it comes to the bills, and he does cook for us because he enjoys it. I never come home to a clean house. When I get home, he's either napping or with friends, and it's starting to really make me upset. My serving job essentially takes it out of me, and I come home exhausted mentally and physically every day. I know it isn't his fault, but I've started getting pretty upset that he constantly gets to have fun, and I have to work my butt off every day with no breaks to pay my part of the bills when he makes so much more than me, and I'm also expected to keep the house clean. I can't exactly ask him to stop having fun. And I also can't ask him to pay more because he has a credit card debt and he's trying to pay it off. And conversations about the housework usually end with him saying it's not fair. He should have to do it all when he's the one that pays more of the bills. It really is an unfair balance and I can't help but be jealous. And I really don't know what to do. I honestly think it's ridiculous that your boyfriend is not doing more chores around the house. Like he literally needs to step up to the plate and kind of take care of things. Especially since you're gone all day and doing all kinds of stuff. I can't really comment on how much he's paying in terms of like rent or bills or anything like that because I think that's a conversation you two need to have in terms of like how much you both make and maybe him stepping up to the plate more possibly but when it comes to keeping the house clean he absolutely needs to step up and do something. His job clearly does not have as much stress as your two jobs do have on top of being a full-time college student. It's an unfair balance and you know what? He definitely needs to step up and this is a minor thing like this is something he should be able to do Just clean up the house and keep things tidy. You're not asking for a lot. You're not asking for anything groundbreaking. Just clean up after yourself because you certainly don't have any time. You're a full-time student and you work two jobs just to try and stay afloat. So I think an honest conversation about how you feel in this situation and how you're overworked and you feel like garbage when you come home would really go a long way. If your boyfriend cares, he will listen and he'll get the picture
sure that, hey, I need to step up because my girlfriend is feeling overwhelmed. Hopefully that's the result of that conversation and hopefully things get easier for you because at the moment, I definitely feel sorry for your situation and hopefully things improve. My ex's close friend keeps trying to hook up with me and I really don't know what to do about it. First off, I'd like to say that I do have a drinking problem. I've been trying to get sober for months. I'm currently on day 35 without a drink and I've fallen off the wagon a few times, but this is the longest I've ever gone. I lost the love of my life to addiction. What I mean by this is that I was planning on marrying this woman. I couldn't imagine my life without her in it. It's been over a year since I left her and I am still crazy in love with her, but my drinking caused me to be a complete jerk to her. I lied to her. I was verbally aggressive. I accused her of things that she didn't do. I spread rumors about her. I don't know why I did any of this. I'm not trying to justify my actions at all. I'm just being honest. The worst thing I did though, by far, was try to sleep with two close friends of hers while I was still with her. Both of these instances happened when I was really under the influence, and it's something I feel awful about to the grave. Looking back, I actually wonder if I chose friends of hers that were unavailable to me on purpose. At the time, it really was more about wanting to hurt her as much as possible, instead of wanting to actually be with either of these people. Why did I want to hurt her so much? Because she is the first person to call me out on my addiction, and to not enable me. At the time, I was livid with her for that, and really, all she ever wanted was what was best for us. I have done everything I can to better myself. I'm in therapy, I'm not drinking anymore, I am trying to confront all of my issues. Here's where the problems start to arise, though. Lately, one of her female friends keeps messaging me and wanting to hook up. This woman is so beyond nasty, both as a person and physically. I mean, her teeth are rotten, she has really bad hygiene, she has the ugliest tattoos all over herself, and she likes messing with married men. I remember when I was with my ex... I would question why she was friends with this woman, and she said they were both part of a big group of friends years ago, and that group all pretty much split up and moved away. This woman keeps messaging me and asking me to meet up with her. She keeps saying, well, now that your ex and I aren't on good terms, we can be together. I don't want to be with her. She's disgusting, and she's a heavy drinker, and I'm trying to avoid people like that. I keep telling her no, but she keeps persisting. I blocked her number, and then she started texting me from a new number. And right now, she is the only link I have to my ex. My ex has blocked me everywhere. For a while, this friend of hers would message me and tell me everything my ex was up to. I didn't even have to ask her. She was just a gossip. I actually liked hearing what is going on in my ex's life, though. I like knowing that she is bettering herself and taking care of herself. But now, she messages me and keeps throwing it in my face that once I got drunk and started to hit on her. I don't really feel like I have much of a leg to stand on, and I am worried that if my ex finds out that I am even talking to her, that it will just simply look bad. One day, my goal is to be stable again, enough for my ex to see that I've changed, and that one day, hopefully, we could get married. I have never been in this situation before. I know I can just tell her no, and tell her to leave me alone, but it just doesn't seem to be working. What should I do? You need to put your foot down and say, no, absolutely not, I don't want you in my life, and then keep blocking her. If you keep entertaining 
whatever this lady's saying, she will keep coming back. And that is just not going to work. You can't allow her back in your life. Block her every single time. Also, I think you need to understand where your ex is coming from. You treated her like garbage for years. She has no obligation to come back to you. You were abusive. You were neglectful. You were manipulative. I don't blame her for blocking you on everything and saying you are not going to be in my life. And I think based on your past behavior, you need to respect that because she deserves to be happy just like you do. And it's great that you're working on yourself and you're trying to be better, but she's under no obligation to try and come back to you and potentially enter into another abusive relationship. So for me, it seems a little bit creepy that you're like, oh, one day we're going to get married and we're going to be together. No, that idea needs to get thrown out the window. If you care about her, you'll leave her alone. Because in my opinion, she deserves somebody who's going to treat her nice from the start and not someone who's going to come back after years of abuse with these unrealistic, grandiose plans of potentially getting married. My boyfriend is making me choose between him and my family, and I don't know what to do. Long story short, I met my boyfriend three years ago. After knowing each other for a while, we started dating. However, he had moved back to the state where he's stationed, as he works in the army. Due to long distance, we ended up breaking up, but staying as friends. I visited him a couple of times, and he visited me as well. But this is where things start to get really complicated. Yes, we were officially done, but the way we were talking to each other, as well as visiting each other, was more than just a friend. When I visited him in the summer, I found out that he was lying about his ex, as well as his other relationships. It hurt me so much, but what hurt me more was to lose him. Because of this, I continued to stay in his life, even though it gave me a major trust issue and severe anxiety. In my head, I knew I deserved way better, but still, he was my best friend and the person I loved. Months passed by, and now he is ready to take things more seriously. We talked about being official and moving in together. When this conversation was brought up, I was still in school finishing up my degree. Hence, it wasn't practical for me to move to a different state when I'm almost done with my schooling. Then, I found a really good job in the state I'm living in. Due to the situation that I'm currently in, it was challenging to move and apply for jobs in the state he's living in. Because of all these reasons, he decided to move to the state that I'm in, where we eventually found an apartment where I live. Here is where another problem came in. I am a guardian of my little sister who is still a minor. My parents are currently in another country, and I have been staying with my relatives. Since we only have one bedroom, I had to arrange my living situation with my relatives so my sister can stay with them while I'm at work. I work 12 hours each day, so it's hard for me to take care of her when I'm still at work. It's been hard to make this arrangement, and my boyfriend has been mad at me for not moving in with him already. He traveled really far to move to this state, and I understand that he feels lonely and wants me to be there, but what he is asking me is like abandoning my sister, which I simply can't do. Now he wants to go back to the state he's from and wants me to quit my job, leave my family, and move with him. He said we can go our separate ways this time if I don't want to move to the other state with him. If I were to do so, I would have no job, no family, and I obviously love him and I've been wanting to build a life together, but I'm not sure if this is the right way to do so. Maybe I should have never agreed to move in with him and never stayed after finding out about his lies. I can never abandon my sister, but I also don't want to lose him. What should I do? The fact that your boyfriend is not being willing to understand your situation involving your sister is a big red flag. I mean, he's making you choose between your family or him. And in my opinion, if I was in your situation, I would pick my family every time. There's no way I'm going to give up on my family who's been with me my entire life just to spend a life with someone who, by the way, I just found out has been lying to me. Whenever you're given an 
an ultimatum towards your actions as well as what you should do with your life, that's when you need to take a step back and be like, whoa, wait a second, what's going on here? Because it sounds like this guy's trying to isolate you from the rest of your family, which really goes to show me that he's probably not as good as you think he is. From what you've described, this man is really dishonest, he's selfish, and he's trying to manipulate you and trying to control your life. Your sister needs your help, and there's no way you could just kick her aside and have your relatives take care of it. That's not how this works. And to put it frankly, you better believe your sister's going to remember if you abandon her right about now. Her parents, as well as yours, are overseas in another country, and they're trusting you to take care of her. So to just give up on her like that would be a huge breach of trust, which will be incredibly long-lasting and not go away. So for me, the choice is easy. I would not bend to any type of ultimatum like this, and I would choose my family first no matter what. Thanks for watching. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications. To finish listening to all the stories, use the playlist at the top of the description. And the next time you live stream, use the Cream of the Crop music. Search Cream of the Stream on Spotify or whatever platform you use for copyright-free music to use for your next stream.